Welcome to the Blau Journal podcast. This is Anthony Baer, the publisher of Blau Journal. Uh, today we are at the second day of ICSC Recon. This is the largest retail conference uh, in the U.S., over 30,000 participants. Uh, today on my podcast, um, I have the pleasure of sitting down to speak with uh, Steve Miskew. He's the managing principal uh, for SRS uh, on the Investment Properties Division Group. Steve, thanks for taking the time to sit down and chat with me today. Sure. Pleasure. Uh, so I guess we start off a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Steve, and then uh, kind of your role within SRS, and then we can talk about uh, the investment climate uh, on your side in South Florida. Sure. Uh, been in the industry for 34 years uh, in the investment sales arena, um, always in Florida. Uh, joined SRS about a year and a half ago to uh, reestablish their presence in Florida uh, on the investment sales side and um, have a team uh, that is based in Atlanta uh, where our uh, production and, uh, and our, my associates, Kyle Stonis and Pierce Mason, and we handle investment sales transactions really throughout the eastern seaboard and out into uh, Louisiana, Kentucky, and across the southeast. Right. So uh, you said, obviously, you had a firm before this that uh, did SRS kind of acquire you, or did you come come over aboard with SRS? Well, I, I had a firm uh, with a with another uh, couple of guys that uh, we started back in 1986. Yeah. So a small boutique shop doing the same kind of thing, purely investment sales. Right. Um, and um, uh, one of those guys went on to start an apartment brokerage shop, and then my partner uh, moved on uh, to handle some assets that we had acquired, and so I had an opportunity talked to the SRS guys a number of times over the years and had an opportunity to come, come yeah. join that team. Real strong team, good company, good That's reputation. Great. I mean, there's so much consolidation going on in the in the real estate market on the commercial side, right? right. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, every week there's there's more mergers or, or, or uh, companies combining. Um, what uh, you're obviously in the in that market in South Florida. Um, what is the current state uh, on the investment sales side for retail? Can you talk a little bit about that. Well, obviously. Uh, Strong in, in South Florida, certainly. Um, strong market, a lot of positive, a uh, lot of positive drivers, a lot of population growth. Right. Lots of people moving to Florida always, and always. now in more particular, from, more now. and more from New York. Sure, Jersey, New York, down, Connecticut, right? New Jersey, right. Chicago. Right. Uh, so, particularly along the eastern eastern seaboard, we're seeing an awful lot of growth. And you and I just talked about it. All the cranes in the sky in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah certainly in Miami as well, and so uh, the investment marketplace is obviously attracted to that. Um, tenant performance, you know, typically in markets like that, strong primary markets tends to be tends to be better and stronger, and uh, um, so, you know, have the good fortune of being, being a good market. And we also handle some stuff, some stuff, some deals in secondary markets right. uh, as well throughout Florida and throughout the Southeast. We're long in this cycle. Are asset prices pretty uh, on the top level right now? Is it, is it, what's the state of? Uh, yeah, I would say, um, you know, with some exceptions, we're, we're, we're probably uh, riding along the top and in some cases have, have started to move downward a little bit, um, a little less so capital markets driven and a little more so um, Kind of retail industry headwind related. So some obvious some tenant closures and some some challenges in some centers that are particularly uh, big box heavy. Um, 
a lot of activity, a lot of REITs and other institutions are uh, in a selling mode right now. And, and I think we've had enough price discovery that, uh, that the deals that get put on the market are trading. Right. And a lot of uh, pent up capital as well that maybe a year, year and a half ago was a little more sitting on the sidelines waiting for the pricing to come in right. to kind of meet their yield requirements. And so I think we're at that, we are at that point. And so we're seeing a lot of actual, you know, deal trade, trading activity. You, you see a lot of people coming in on the value add side and coming in and trying to refresh some of these malls, add value, and then, you know, sell out? Um, yeah, that's it's certainly a big part of the market. Uh, value add has gotten a little more difficult. I think there's a lot more scrutiny to what really is value add right. and what the what the real opportunities are to backfill boxes that have been vacant for a couple of years. And, and uh, um, But the capital is spread across most of the, you know, kind of most of the food groups, value add, core, core plus. Uh, so strong grocery anchored product uh, gets an awful lot of attention and, and trades at some, some really aggressive cap rates still. And we've been fortunate to have the debt markets right. uh, uh, certainly cooperating of late, more so of late. Uh, so that's helped, certainly helped hold pricing strong. What would you see as like your, your biggest challenge right now on the investment side in dealing with? Um, I think, you know, for the most part, it's just uh, maneuvering around some uh, tenant issues, maybe uh, maneuvering around some perceived risk in some of the centers. Uh, where you've got some some junior boxes or big box tenants that uh, maybe have some term, you know, some lease term coming up soon, and and, and determining what you know uh, corporately they're going to do and what in particular locations they they, they may do, um, given that some of those sales volumes have, have reduced in some cases. So uh, when we're out there in the market with deals, we need to need to do some upfront homework and a little more, a lot more digging in and. Uh, right. Um, uh, trying to measure the risk and be able to communicate that uh, and, and, and work around it. What do you see here at ICSE so far? What, what interests you? What, what, is there a trend or is there something that, you know, obviously we're in an interesting time here of disruption. You personally, what are you seeing around in your industry that kind of excites you? Um, new models, new companies, what's... Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, obviously a lot of talk about, uh, you know, kind of... Kind of uh, Multi-channel retailing, you know, new new um, uh, new bricks and mortar shops popping up that, that previously uh, didn't have any physical presence, and and uh, that's certainly a, a trend today. More more prop tech, you know, right. more more uh, uh, technologies and services and, and software and opportunities to track uh, uh, consumer activity in your centers and shopping habits and things like that. Uh, so that continues to prol proliferate. Um, you know, see a pretty good crowd out here still, and uh, I think I think that's testament to the fact that you know we're still in good, strong market. Some of the retail headwinds, you know, I think most of us believe over the last several years, in some cases, it's been sensationalized, and uh, and, and the retailers, in, in large part, not all of them, but some of them, managed to figure out how to maneuver around. You know some of the challenges, and so that's that's continued to bode well for the for the retail industry in general. Yeah, no, I see that too. I mean, I, I listen. I was at Marcus Millichap Retail Trends to hear Retail Trends, and it seems like you know people in the industry still say that things are are going pretty well and going well, and there's a kind of a, a bright future, and we are long in the tooth in this cycle. 
Um, but I'm a little concerned with some of the metrics behind the scenes that a lot of people aren't looking at that I think might be exhausting the consumer. Um, lack, complete lack of affordable housing for a lot of people, middle class. Um, debt levels are back up. Uh, credit card levels. Uh, I just read today even commercial loans are, are taking on some riskier forms that we used to. Um, you got student debt. You've got uh, retirees uh, uh, dipping into their retirement to fund, sure. you know, for the kids. So you see a lot of that, and I'm just, I'm just wondering too, if we're getting, you know, a little exuberant again, meaning we have a good market, uh, you know, unemployment's low, but I, I see some of the aspects of maybe the consumer slowly starting to get strangled here with. You know, it used to be a third of your income you'd pay towards housing, and now for a lot of places it's three quarters or more. Right. Uh, so, and that's not that talked about that that much. You know, uh, it's we don't like to talk about. I it know here. that's what I mean. People <laughs> want to talk about the good stuff. Yeah, but, I but think, no, you know, you're right. I mean, I, that that that's that's obvious uh, as we get long in the in the cycle, yeah. and 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 we'll probably see another uh, dip. You know, uh, consumer spending kind of has been down a little bit, and right. so. Um, or starting to trend down a little bit in some cases, and and um, you know I think that uh, um, we've been really fortunate to be riding along in a good in a good strong economy, and we do have to have to be careful and pay attention to to, to those signs and signals that that starts to starts to turn. When you're talking about your market, South Florida investors you're working with, uh, a lot of them out of state, uh, a lot of them. Florida-based investors. What's kind of the mix you're seeing of, of people? For uh, both. Products? I mean, people have been investing in, in Florida for a long time, so yeah. many of them have, have a long-established presence there, um, and they're not necessarily based there. So they come from come from all over the all over the United States and around the world, uh, really, and, uh, European and South American, and uh, you know, the Middle Eastern and any any specific uh, you know, countries in Europe or in Asia. Are the Chinese still investing in, or investing in South Florida? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think in uh, uh, larger part. Well, obviously, we have some you know EB five development right. that uh, is fairly prevalent uh, in South Florida, and um, uh, you know, money money from uh, from. Israel, money from Germany, money from money from Russia, yeah. uh, so um, several other countries throughout throughout Europe and, and, and South America as well. So Mexico um, you know, comes from a lot of different sources. Right. So and the institutions are uh, active: the pension fund advisors, the life companies, the you know uh, the REITs. In some part, a lot of the REITs are concentrating on. On uh, culling some of the portfolios and, and uh, optimizing their better assets, and uh, but still out there, still out there with some with some fresh powder and some capital and, and buying. So. Where are you at this year versus last year in transaction volume? Your deal flow. Uh, we're up. You know, we have more. We have uh, well, I would say more product on the market, but I think we're seeing we're going to see more trades. Uh, this Do you year say more of a seller market right now? I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think that uh, that that again. There's been some price discovery, and so um, the sellers are comfortable now with where the pricing is expected to, to shake out, and that's moved a little more in the, in favor of some of the buyers out there. And so I think we'll see more trade activity. Yeah. This and how is ICSC uh, for you? You're here every every year. Yes. Um, is still. Great value for you being here, meeting with 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 clients. Yeah, absolutely. Great opportunity to be uh, 
uh, you know, pressing flesh and being, uh, you know, being the, be able to see lots of people you talk to all year you don't necessarily right, see. Right. Uh, I don't think it's a substitute for hopping on a plane and, and going and having those meetings throughout the year, right. but uh, super, you know, exceptional opportunity just to be, uh, be in one room and have all these great Are there other events people. you go to uh, uh, in the region or nationally outside? Other ICSC events, ICSC events. and uh, some yeah, ULI yeah. events and things like that. But, yeah, so other, other ICSC shows, the New York show, has uh, grown over the years and become a really good uh, yeah. mid-year, you know, December. That's uh, a deal-making show. Yeah. Right. And the Florida ICSC, of course, and the Where's Southeast. That uh, the new, the in Florida, Florida. Is uh, Orlando? In Orlando. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the Southeast show in Atlanta, and every once in a while the Carolinas right. show. Just kind of in the markets that we're that we're working. Uh, let's kind of wind up with just talking about your specific market in Fort Lauderdale. A lot of changes in Fort Lauderdale on everything, on the residential and and, and whatnot. Maybe just touch on a little bit about what's happening in Fort Lauderdale for people. Lots of growth there. Uh, lots of residential. Uh, probably a little, frankly, in downtown Fort Lauderdale market under retailed. Um, you know, some adaptive reuse going on. Some hotel development. Uh, class A multifamily, condo development, and office development, significant amount of office development, right. uh, which I think is testament to uh, the continued, as we talked about early, you know, migration of some companies from the north down to the south, yeah. some just some horizontal movement uh, out of some older buildings into some newer buildings, um, good, strong economy, new transit. Yeah, right. Let's, like let's talk that. about that for a second because you have all aboard, right? Or it's the Virgin, Virgin now, I guess, right, uh, connecting right. to right uh, line right line to Miami. Um, right now, it's runs Miami, West Palm, uh, eventually up to Orlando, and 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 uh, you know, certain plan with some stops in between. Have that. you ever taken it yet? No. I have. I have been on. I got on it to ride it. Okay. Once, just yeah. to take it down to. Yeah, down to Miami from West I mean, Palm. I've heard, so good it's things, really good. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, which is amazing because we're not known for rail, unfortunately, in this country. No, uh, it's a great way to get around. It's a great way to connect. I think Miami and Fort Lauderdale, and a lot of people that I think are getting pushed out of Miami, were coming to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, um, I think Fort Lauderdale is pretty pretty amazing because you're on there on the coast. Now that you've got the train, what an hour or so, an hour and a half, I don't know, to get to Miami. Yeah. You got a great airport right there. Um, Great it's, airports, the port, same thing in Miami. Yeah. And where the you know, kind of where the trains take you. You're close, quick little cab or Uber ride. Yeah, over and you're not as landlocked in Fort Lauderdale maybe as you are down kind of in Miami when you get down with yeah, traffic. A little and, less so, right? Yeah. We have a little, little, little more access to it, but uh, but it's all getting a little, little crowded. Right. <laughs> a lot yeah. more cars on Everything the road. Everything is, man. Yeah, right. It's like it's a good thing. We're supposed to think yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. We, I mean, that's a whole other thing, a whole other conversation of just how to, you know. The, work with density now in some of these areas where there's still been pushback. In California, there was a law that was going up to, you know, basically allow rezoning for more density within transportation hubs, and it never even made it. Uh, it got shot down, which is unfortunate because you know, affordable housing isn't really an epidemic, and people are leaving states like, you know, New York and ours, California, to, to go to other places. And, and then it's just pushing up asset prices in homes there. I mean, people are going to Idaho and, you know, yeah, prices and, going and, up. Vegas here too. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. It is. It is. Uh, it's. It's become an issue in some certain parts of Florida, and so in Palm Beach County, Palm Beach County, for instance, you. Yeah. You can't build, uh, you know, any any uh, multifamily residential product without, uh, you know, having a portion of that be. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, affordable housing. So, uh, there's some big push in, in a lot of the counties to, to try to help 
alleviate that problem. Right, right. No, I think there, there is some solution there with mixed use and uh, some density, like I said, around transportation hubs. Hopefully, at least in our state, hopefully at some point that, that gets passed. But, yeah. um, well, Steve, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down to talk today. Uh, I appreciate it, and I wish you best of luck here at ICSC. My pleasure, Anthony.